truth. You can't handle the truth. Talk the talk. Do you walk the walk? Active FM, that's PK here with my friend Luado. I always worry do I get his pronunciation of his name right. I say his name and he, he gives me a frown, so I, I don't know if it's right. Did I pronounce it correctly? You're getting there. <laughs> 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 getting there. It's better than the last time. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, it's an African tongue, but it's a pink, pink and white skin that battles with uh, different languages. Sometimes I, when I go to places and I ask people, sorry, what's your name? Yeah. And they give me this big African name. I say, okay, what are your friends called? Because <laughs> they've always got a shorter <laughs> name. So, um, yeah, so I to Russia. I was running a bit late, but on my heart, um, I didn't have anything much to speak about this morning. And uh, I said to my wife, sure, I don't know what I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about the same thing every week. I don't want to be boring. Mm. So she said, what, and the word she used, she said, what about betrayal? Mm. Because Jesus was betrayed now this, you know, this time mm. going into Easter. And I thought, yeah, um, we, we, we know that Jesus was betrayed, but what about us? What about our lives? Do we ever get betrayed mm. by someone that we thought loved us? Mm. Maybe you married and, and your partner messes around. It's a mm. huge betrayal. And then while I was driving, I remember a story. I don't know if it's 100% correct, but I know that I'm in line. Julia Caesar was betrayed by... His leaders. Now, Julius Caesar at mm. the time was, was one of the greatest leaders that ever lived. Yeah. And when they betrayed him, not one person wanted to betray him because they were fearful of the uprising of the people. Yeah. And they were scared to be known as the person that killed Julius Caesar. So all of his leaders each took a knife and each one stabbed him. Mm. So some stories say there were eight people. I just went online now. They said some, up to 60 people mm. stabbed him. So they said, who killed Julius Caesar? They said the people, mm. the people killed Julius Caesar. And, and sometimes we, we get betrayed. We have that saying, you know, someone stabbed me in the back. Oh, was it so? Where's the stitches? No, no, they said something about me. Mm. And, um, you know, there's that old saying, it says, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Mm. But that's not true. Yeah. Words can hurt worse than sticks and stones. Mm. I've been, many times I've had wounds on my body, I sort of, mm, I don't really remember them. But the things people said to True. me, uh, not even the things they've done, just the words that they've used or chosen over me uh, determined a lot in my life. Mm. And um, just going back, if you go into the Bible, you look at Joseph. He's betrayed by his brothers. Mm. But the betrayal of, of Joseph was the stepping stone to greatness. Mm. You know, if you, you just look at Jesus, he was betrayed someone that was extremely close to him mm. but it was his stepping stone it was the place that excelled him into the place where yeah. we all have salvation yeah so many times we think of a, a, um, someone betrayed us as a bad thing yeah can be a bad thing but if you turn it and say okay what have i learned out of this yeah what is my next move mm. so uh, i started ministering about 18 years ago and i was under a certain leadership mm. And that leadership, he ended up, um, the pastor ended up stealing from me. Yeah. And doing a lot of bad things. Mm. Yes, it broke me because 
I, I grew up without a father. I never had a father figure. Mm. So for two years, I was like, this, this guy can be like a father figure. And I was sure. just like so pleased to have a man in my yeah. life to, you know, mm. and then he does these things. He did a lot of stuff. And he, at the time, I, I was like, oh, but I realized after that, that excelled me. Mm. It grew me as a person. And uh, the pastor that I fall under, his name's Pastor Lyndon Nicholson. Mm. Uh, he, he actually spent the night by us last night. He's 80 years old. Mm. And he always taught me something. He said, expect nothing from anybody. Don't expect anything from anybody. Yeah. If you're helping them, don't expect anything from them. He said, if you help someone and in the end you get a reward or that person's life starts transforming and you see the, the blessing, Praise God. Mm. If they don't and they say bad things and they, they choose to betray you, you can still say mm. praise God because you never expected anything from them. And I, I try and live like that if I'm helping someone. Um, you know, I want you to think about this. If someone you didn't know betrays you, mm. nothing. It means nothing. Yeah. It's when the people that are close to you mm. betray you. It hurts Worse than someone stabbing you, mm. because that pain stays within your heart and yeah. and and it's emotional, yeah. you know, and it can stay with you for life if you do not deal with that, mm. and say, but hold on, where does the betrayal come from? Not from my side. So, uh, maybe there's someone listening, and 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 you've been the betrayer. Mm. Maybe you've betrayed someone. Mm. Uh, I want to say to you, fix that. Whether that person. Uh, acknowledges and says, now I forgive you or not. Mm. Try and fix it. Don't go through mm. life knowing that you betrayed mm. someone. Mm. Um, many years ago, maybe 18, 19 years ago, the Lord, it's only 18 years ago, and the Lord said to me, there's someone that you hurt in your life. To me. He said, I want you to go and tell that person what you've done. Yes. I was like, Lord, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my name. You know, I'm trying to keep my yeah. My name clean, and if people hear this thing, <coughs> so I ended up writing a letter, mm. which I don't do. I'm a person that will come and say to you, listen, Mabuti, I'm sorry. Mm. Now, I went to this person, and I gave this letter, and I stood there while they read it, and they were reading it. I started crying because I knew what they were reading, mm. and they looked and looked and looked and read, folded the paper and put it one side and said to me, oh, no, I know you did all that. I was like, What? I thought you never knew. No, I knew. I said, you're still my friend. He said, yeah, I forgave you long ago. Mm. But I didn't know that. And I thought if that person knew that, they mm. would just say, okay, I'm not your friend anymore. Yeah. And the grace of that person taught me about grace. Mm. That's why I tried to forgive very, very, very yeah. quickly. Um, once in our church, um, there was a couple that really, really spoke evil of my wife or myself. Mm. And I don't mind if you speak evil about me, mm. okay? But don't do that to my wife. Because mm. then I must protect her, you see? Yeah. So I was super angry and I thought, if I see this guy's wife, I'm going to clap him. Mm. And then I'm going to give him another clap and say, that one was for your wife. Mm. That was my flesh now coming out. Mm. And Sunday morning, a few weeks after that Sunday morning, they walked in. And I just felt this absolute love for them. Mm. What's this? I want to smack the guy in the <laughs> mouth. You know? And our flesh does this. Oh, Pastor Kenneth, how can you say? No, you, you yeah. are still flesh. Yeah. You have to fight that. Mm. 
And I walked up to them. I said, morning, how are you? Please, Pastor Ken, can I speak to you? Mm. So I said, I can. As they started talking, I said, you know what? I've forgiven you. Don't say anything. Because yeah. I was afraid they might say something I didn't know. Mm. <laughs> and then I might get upset. And I said, yeah, but I have to tell I said, no, you know what? I've heard what you said. I'll forgive you. Mm. And it changed our walk as a friendship. Uh, and, and it changed who they were. Because yeah. they found grace in a place where they were f- afraid I might become, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I think, even myself, you know, throughout my life, there must have been people that I betrayed that I don't even know about. Mm. I may have said something that, that upset people and I don't know about it. Uh, and if people do come and say, but you said this. And I had this one friend, um, he came there and he accused me of something. But he said I, he needs me and another pastor to sit around the table. And he accused me of something. And I know I never did it. Mm. He actually said to me, the Lord showed him that I'm full of pride. Mm. And I was like, pride, yo. And I could see the other pastor shuffling in his chair. And then I said to this guy, you know what? I don't, maybe I have got pride. I don't know. I'm going to go and go before the Lord and mm. seek him. Because the one thing with pride, when you've got pride, you don't know. Yeah. You will never know until someone says, hey, you've got pride. Mm. So I went before the Lord and the Lord was like, no. And then this friend of mine that was this pastor that came and sat with us as a mediator, he said to me, why don't you, why don't you tell him, hey, who do you think you are? He can't just say that. You're a man of God. I said, no, hold on. I said, hold on, Mike. I said, uh, maybe I have got pride. Mm. And maybe the Lord is using him. Yeah. Two days later, he found can have a meeting. And he said, no, he, he didn't mean what he said. And what he, what he was going through, he was upset with God. Mm. He said the closest person he knew that was to God was me, mm. and he wanted to upset God, so he came with accusation. Mm. So, so sometimes when someone betrays us, mm. it's not from a point of them doing it and thinking, "Hey, I'm going to betray this guy now." Yeah, they might just do it without even realizing mm. what they've done. Betrayal is a very difficult thing to isolate mm. because somebody might say something to you, and you might feel betrayed. Yeah. But it might not be. And, yeah. and my, my, my question to most people is, if that person said that, have you gone and searched your heart? Mm. Go and check. Maybe that is you. Maybe the Lord's trying to tell you something. Yeah. I was thinking of King David when he was caught up in sin. Mm. The Bible says that King David would go before the Lord and then he'd say, Lord, do I go and kill these Philistines? And the Lord would say, son, go. And every time before battle, King David would go before the Lord and the Lord would give him the victory. Mm. So he would pray. The Lord would say, go, go, my son, go and destroy them. But when it came to Bathsheba, he didn't consult the Lord. And the Bible says that he was Mm. not hearing the Lord. Mm. The Lord had to use a person that we would think is a lower ranking official to come and say to King David, listen, you're in sin. And chances were that King David could have killed this guy. Because you don't do that to the kings of those days. And in the end of the day, King David repented. Yeah. And, and realize, Yo, Lord, I'm not even hearing from you anymore. Yeah. So at some points in life, when something happens like that, mm. go and search your heart before you make a judgment, okay, this person's yeah. betrayed me. So yeah, going through, through my own life with this pastor that stole from me and did some very bad things, if he, at the time, for six months, I was a broken man. I couldn't believe that a man that I called my father, and perhaps that's why Jesus says, call no man father. Mm. Okay. Um, that he would do this to me. Yeah. But then in hindsight, it projected me and I moved on to yeah. to a place where I became the pastor within two years. 
and and you know I have no grudges against this man. If I see him, I greet him. I, you know, I still love him. And I realized that at that stage of his life, he too was going through stuff. And he, you know, he had a wife that was also pushing and pressing. Mm. And so I realized now, I look back at the picture, and I say, okay, this guy wasn't acting alone. He had his wife that was making all the decisions. Mm. So we would have a meeting and discuss something, and the next day he says, you know what, I've changed my mind. I was like, what? Change your mind? And then this Pastor Lyndon, the pastor that I fall under, he taught me something. He said, mm. when you have a meeting with leadership or anything like that, make sure both partners are there. Mm. So that they don't go home and discuss it. And then the wife says, you know what you should have, you know what you should have done? The next day he says, you know, I've changed my mind. Oh, I see. You do it in front mm. of So no one can come afterwards mm. and say, hey, mm. Mm. we, the human species, imagine, I mean, can you imagine a troop of baboons? Having the arguments that human beings have. They live as a, as a, a group. They've got this, they strive through life as a mm. group. Human beings can't do that. Mm. That's why people say oh, we evolved from animals. No, we haven't. Yeah. Animals get on. <laughs> animals yeah. live together. They eat together. They share. Mm. Human beings don't. So my thoughts are, and, and on, the ra- you know, on the station you have, maybe there's someone listening. Maybe someone's betrayed you. Just put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Understand where they're coming from. Yeah. Maybe they don't see it as a betrayal right now. Mm. Maybe they just, uh, you know, they've said something they didn't mean. And maybe they need you to go and approach them and talk them through it. Yeah. So you be the one that loves. You be the one that gives counsel. So, is there anything you'd like to add? Um, interesting, because you, <laughs> you spoke about David. So I actually opened the, the verse. Um, it's 2 Samuel verse 18. It says the king commanded Job, Abishai, and Ittai, be gentle with young men, Absalom, for my sake. All the troops had the king giving orders concerning Absalom to each of the commanders. And just um, a few verses after this one, it says Job said, I'm not going to wait like this for you. So he took three javelins in his hand and plugged them into Absalom's heart while Absalom was still alive in the oak tree. Sure. So now, one thing that I've, I've, I've noticed with David, his life, uh, uh, it's like God just took him and he <laughs> there are moments when, when God is actually working in your life, it, it takes you and then it, it, it drops you somewhere you don't want to be. And with David, it was just a process of being betrayed. Because um, m- the most faithful person towards King Saul and King Saul now wants to kill him. And with all his army chasing David, you know, to, 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 to kill him. Sure. So um, before even, I, I was thinking when you we were speaking about uh, Bathsheba, uh, thinking maybe there's a reason why he betrayed his soldier because there was always betrayal when it comes to to, to his life you know because uh, uh, um, some of the things that if, if we, we, we we're not wake enough uh, thank we should be thankful because we have the blood of jesus so whatever mm. b- betrayal that we we have in our days we can cancel that but some of the things they we, we do them but there's something that we're not even aware that happened when we were still here <laughs> <laughs> only to know that you know this has been the cause you know so yeah. david has found himself 
in many places where he has been betrayed. I mean, he's he's betrayed by his own family. They don't regard him as someone that can actually be chosen by God, be anointed by God. Yeah. So when the 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 prophet went to David's house, all the brothers were there, but <laughs> he was left in the field. Last one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just another way. In in fact, um um, I think the the biggest thing in in our nation I've I've noticed. It's it, girls, boys, same. Um, young people, they're not angry because they don't have land. They're angry because their fathers are not in their lives. That's the thing. Absolutely. That that's the thing. It's a fatherless and, nation. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they actually feel betrayed, you know, because everything, every struggle that they go through, they believe that, you know, my father has something to actually do with this. And David actually had the, the same thing, even though his father was there, his mother was there, but <laughs> he was betrayed. Now, uh, just looking at this one, because now David has been betrayed by the king, and he sins, when he sins, he betrayed his soldier. His son betrays him. Absolutely. All the, right through. <laughs> right, right through. So he betrays him. He wants to take over the throne. He wants to be the king. But... Uh, I always ask myself, didn't make, this thing didn't make sense to me. Why Job? Because Job looked like this, you know, faithful uh, 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 soldier towards David. But David later says God will actually punish Job for what he has done. And I noticed that this guy, he has been doing all these evil things, either... He will be. He will do something that's right, but the motive behind was actually not to serve the king, which was David. It was actually for himself. And I realized that David actually had Judas, you know, under himself. Mm. Same as a Judas. Yeah. So he he, he had a, a Judas. But I love uh, 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 David's life was actually shaped by the Holy Spirit because you know you read about him. I understand the bit, uh, but Sheba thing. But there are many great things, the heart that he actually, he, he had towards people, the way he treated people. If, if it was someone else, I mean, being a king and seeing that this guy actually killed my son. Because sure. in this verse, you actually see David commanding the whole troop, <laughs> actually had David commanding them that you, you need to be gentle with my son. Yeah. And Job decides to do it. To kill, <laughs> to kill the guy. And uh, I'm sure everyone uh, was just shocked. Why are you doing this? You had the king. Yeah. Uh, so that was actually betrayal. And But I love how David handled the whole thing. Obviously mourned, but uh, he didn't, as a king, he had authority to actually kill Job, mm -hmm. but he didn't do that. He actually gave everything to God. God, you will see with this guy. And it's the same thing with, with Jesus. Jesus knew the moment he, I believe, the moment he chose Judas. He, he knew. He knew it. And for sure. And I, I love because it's as if David knew, Jesus knew, it's, it's as if David knew that if I give this Judas to God, God will use this Judas for my own good. good. It's what you were saying. He has it's, to be there. Mm, <laughs> it's what you were saying that God now uses that person, even though the person is betraying you, but God is able to take not just the person, but also what has been done to you. And it takes, he uses that as a step to bring you closer either to him or to a miracle. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. So as you were, as you were talking, I was thinking that there were a few words that came to mind. You could become bitter about it mm. or it can make you better. Yeah. Okay. Or you yeah. can have a loss or a lesson. Yeah. 
And and I think even King David, um, he learned from his mistakes. Yeah. I once had a, a guy come to me and he, he was messing around and he had different girlfriends and a wife. Mm. I said to my friend, you, you're a Christian, you can't be doing this. Mm. You're a child of God. He said, yeah, but, but King David did that. Mm. So I said, but our, our mark is, or our, our direction is to be Christ-like, not mm. David-like. Mm. I said, and, um, if you want to be David-like, I will never let you into my wife's presence mm. because yeah. you just think you can have any woman. Yeah. And we need to be very careful who we use as our role model. Yeah. You know, who do we model ourselves yeah. after? Uh, you know, and I, I look at King David. I mean, the, the man had a, an amazing life, but he made some big mistakes. Yeah. And the Lord did set him free, but he had to repent, mm. you know. And um, King David must have, I mean, before he became king, they tried to kill him because they knew he was going to become king. Yeah. And, and to live like that, mm. to live in the wild. But you know what? It made him who he was. It pre prepared him to be the king. Yeah. I think of Joseph, you know, the brothers that betrayed Joseph. Um, he was in a prison. They threw him in prison. Then he mm. worked at Potiphar. His wife accused him. All of those things, I learned something, that he learned how to treat the common people. Yeah. He was with the common people in prison. Mm. Okay. He was with slaves. Mm. So once he became the governor, he knew how to treat those mm. people. He treated them with respect. Yeah. He understood why some of them were there. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I, I was talking to a young lady last night. She's 16. And the Lord showed me something. She's so bitter because her friends have got better than her. She, they, they've got better clothes. They've got, you know, they live in nice houses. She's living in a, in a bad place. Mm. And I said to her, my life, I grew up like that. I said, and I'm better for it today. Mm. People that grow up with everything, mm. when they get older, yeah. they battle because they just expect it. Mm. Everything must be there. And then mm. when they don't have it, there's a fallout. Yeah. So our life, and, and some people might be feeling that God has betrayed them mm. because they're looking at other people. I always yeah. say, don't look over your neighbor's yeah. wall. Some people look over the neighbor's wall and then they see the cars and the house yeah. and the woman, they might think, sure, that woman, she's, she looks like this and his car looks like this and his house looks... You don't know what goes on behind yeah. closed doors. Yeah. So the Bible says, do not covet. It's one of the commandments. Mm. Do not covet or do not lust. Don't look at your neighbor's stuff and mm. want it because you don't know you what don't he had know. to do exactly. to get there. Yeah. I see people striving, working their, their fingers to the bone, exhausted, just to try and keep what they have mm. because it all belongs to the bank. Mm. Yet we look at somebody else yeah. that, that just working a common job, paying yeah. rent, and they're having an easy life because yeah. they're not striving continually, worrying about losing. Yeah. And so, so we need to understand that our life, that God gives us is for a purpose. Mm. He, does he want us to pro prosper? Absolutely. Mm. There was a lady in, in Bella Vista. I'm going to use her name because she's dead now. But we spent many hours with her because mm. her son was a drug addict and with the addicts in, in Bella Vista area. Her name was Auntie Louise. Mm. And she came to me one day and she said, I don't understand why God's not taking me out of this place. Mm. So I said, but can't you see? There's so many people that come to you for help. Mm. Can't you see that you needed you? Yeah. So she couldn't see her value there. We're back to value. Mm. She didn't notice that the Lord actually needed her there. Yeah. He needed her to be mm. there. Because there's other people that, that had less than her, mm. that she would come and help give direction. Mm. So sometimes God has placed us in a position, I'm speaking yeah. to myself now, in a position and a place for his purpose. 
So my ideal life would be living in the mountains, overlooking the oceans in Cape Town, mm. having a lekker life, just doing what I feel like doing, mm. get up and go surf. But maybe the Lord doesn't want that for me now. Mm. So right now, there's work to be done. True. So he's saying, my son, I need you here. Yeah. So I can say, Lord, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. Why are you abandoning me in this place? No, mm. no. Okay, Father, I've got work to do. Show me. Yeah. Okay. Lord, when I get older, can I please have that space? Mm. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Mm. The, the thing is this. If I start thinking God has betrayed me because my life is not where I think it should yeah. be, that's a problem. Yeah. We need to learn to embrace the process. Mm. Okay. And I've said before, we grew up very poor. I wouldn't change it for the world. There's certain things in my life that happened. I wouldn't want that to happen mm. again. But the, the living in poverty, the people around me that were poor, the friends that I made there, I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's guided my thoughts. Mm. I don't have the thoughts of 10-star living. Mm. I, I know what it means to live poor. I know what mm. it means to have a lot. Mm. And I'm okay. The Lord, I know the Lord prote yeah. protects me, guides me, yeah. and provides my needs. So sometimes... Um, Something happens, and I, I think of, we had one friend, um, his child died. This is about four years ago. He was very, very, very upset with God. He said God betrayed him. Mm. Why didn't God do something? I don't have an answer for him. Mm. He's back with the Lord, still serving the Lord in that, but they, he felt God had betrayed him. Mm. We don't know why these things happen. There's some questions people ask me, oh, I've got no answer. Mm. But I also know this, that God knows everything. He knows the plans he has for you. He knows the purpose. He mm. knows everything. Mm. So we need to cling to that and say, okay, Lord, when I feel betrayed, when I feel that someone's done me down, when I feel that I'm, I'm falling short and I don't have what everybody else has, what do I do with it? I just go before the Lord and say, Lord, you know. And your word says those bad things that happen, you'll turn for the good of those that love you. Mm. So that means bad things will happen. Yeah. A lot of people say, no, I want to live only when good things. Mm. Sorry. Bad things happen. Yeah. People steal from you. People abuse you. People say things about you. And people will betray you. Yeah. What you do with it is important because if you eat that word, you put it in your heart, mm. you can become a very depressed person. Yeah. I've seen with young ladies that uh, we had a young lady in our congregation. There were a few. They fell pregnant. And once the man heard that they're pregnant, they disappeared. So here's this young girl bringing that child up yeah. on her own. Mm. So I'm saying, but you know what? You got a child, love the child, teach the child not to do what that man did to you. Mm. We're in a congregation. Everybody loves your child. You have family around you here. You've got men around you that are willing to say, "Come, I'll be a father to your to your yeah. daughter." Always look at the other side of things. Mm. Don't just focus on the betrayal. Don't yeah. just focus on the negative. Yeah, yeah. And if you wanted to add something there. I think we managed to tackle the most important points. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, walk the talk. And, um, yeah, if, you, if someone's betrayed you, make a decision to forgive them. Yeah. Move on. In actual fact, the Lord says something very interesting. It says, he says, if you don't forgive, your father cannot mm. forgive you. Mm. I'll leave you with that. Going into Easter weekend, bless you. Go and love someone. Go and make right with yeah. someone. Yeah. Pastor Kay and my friend Luando. Luando. You're getting it right. <laughs> we out of here. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> Active FM. Radio has never been better.